On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about roundabouts in College Park, the passing of Chief Wilson, and a super hot firefighter on Netflix. Nailed it. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I am the canker in your mouth you can't stop tonguing, Brendan O'Connor. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. That includes Soto, Thornton Park, Winter Park, College Park, I, you lost me. Ivanhoe Village. All those things. You won, you won this one. So, Brendan, we are actually uh, hanging out tonight over at A La Carte. A La Carte uh, Craft Beer and Food Truck Garden. Yes. this is. I didn't exactly know where this place was. Tucked away in the armpit of the Milk District <laughs> is an oasis of food trucks and craft beers, and I love it here. It's really nice. So, we're actually sitting outside. There's four food trucks around us. There's fake AstroTurf at our feet. We're drinking some beers. Real AstroTurf. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I just don't feel like I think I said last episode we were talking about this right or maybe two ago. I don't feel like I'm in Orlando. It's a it's a unique spot. There's there's cool lights above us. And uh-huh. where where do you feel like you are, Brendan? I feel like I'm in Unlando. Ah. I don't know, just other. This, oh. I like it. I would never sit here and think, oh, I'm in the Milk District. But what a cool. I love that if that's the thing, if that's what we're moving towards, uh, that there's fresh new experiences around every corner, and this kind of keeps me on my I toes. Agree. I'm into it. Bring and it I on. like that there's tables here that I can eat at. Yeah, and like comfy little like hammock chair things that yes. look like a cross between a weaving thing, loom, and a palmetto leaf. Yeah. like I don't like eating <laughs> at an ironing board when I go to a food truck. Right. I want to no. eat at a table. There's like kids doing somersaults, and there's... A truck called Smoking Donuts, and I'm waiting for brisket to come out of it. It's kind of like a little magical courtyard of awesomeness. It is. And so, Brendan, we, we sort of said this at the beginning, but we talk about all things Orlando, mostly from Bungalower.com, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the hyperlocal website of hyperlocal websites. Because I'm selfish, and True. this is our show, and we'll talk about what we want. That's right. And so <laughs> you can listen to our old episodes on iTunes and Google Play and SoundCloud. If we're you almost wanna. at 100. Yeah. We're close. We're going to do something special. I want people to tweet at us and tell us what we should do for number 100. I did see somebody tweet at us that they want us to do the nudist colony. What's that called? Phoenix? Um, First of all, they don't call it a colony. They call it a resort. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Either one, it's not going to happen. It's down in Kissimmee. Too far. (laughs) Although I I could be naked right now. Cypress Grove. Cypress Cove. I I love that you know. Have you been? You know a lot about it. I've been. You have? Yeah. To film it. I was. I took my clothes off. You did? Most of them. With strangers? What are, I never. I was probably, the, they're, first of all, they're probably all dead now because I was the youngest person there <laughs> by 50 years. Did you feel like a rock star? I did. I was, like, I was like 30. And I'm right. like, look at this. Yeah, my skin's not wrinkled. Yeah. They're, ab- <laughs> they're above my knees. <laughs> what you going to do about it? But yeah, I shot a video down there at one point, and uh, it was fun. Yeah, what kind of video were you shooting? There, oh, I was at the Orlando Sentinel at the time. <laughs> so something not clean. It was clean. Yeah, I had my shorts on. I, I shot mean, something in a hammock. Did you go to Cape Canaveral Seashore then? I know what you're talking about. The nudie beach. Yeah, yeah. I have been there. You have? 
Oh. To like take your shorts off? We rode our bikes there one time. You, from Orlando no, to from there? Or, no, no, no. We took our bikes there, rode down to the nudie. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's the, the last pier. What's our producer? What's I think the, it's 13. Thir- no. I think it's number 13. That makes sense. Lucky number 13. And this is at uh, Playa Linda, they call it. Or Cape Canaveral Seashore. Yes. The last pier of the beach. It's like miles and miles down there. Uh, but it's really the last two and a half. And now there's like a cutoff line. If you go, if you happen to be walking past this arbitrary line with your tatas out uh-huh. or your hoo hoos, yep, uh, they'll get you. Who will they'll, get they'll you? Jump out, the the man really? will jump out of the dune grass and say, "Hey, get back across that arbitrary line." <laughs> this is way there's out families of our over here. zone. Anyway, that's what we talk about here on Bumble right. or in the Bus. So what's happening this week, Brendan? We have houses. We talk about like live, work, play. We have a live, work, play, three-prong attack to talking about Orlando. And the live part, of course, is houses. And we have so many houses of the day this last two weeks. Uh, So if you're looking for a place to live because you just moved to City Beautiful or you're just tired of looking out your window at a not great bar that's super loud and people are peeing in your bushes. Sounds like you have some experience with that, Brendan. I'm just talking from my heart. Uh, (laughs) There are some options for you. Head on over to bungalore.com and check out our House of the Day tab and see what's available. Some of which are brought to you by FBC Mortgage. Nice. (laughs) Uh, We have an Ask Bungalower. What are they asking? We also love when people write in and, and ask us questions. This is one of my favorite columns. And so this one was from Chris... Kowalski. Let's see if I can answer it. Kowalski. <laughs> Sounds like a hot dog seller. Is that what you and think? He has like a sausage company. Sausage company. What else would he be asking? I don't know. Uh, he was actually asking about where did all the Christmas lights go in downtown Orlando? At Lake Eola, there's generally a janky Christmas display, like a tunnel or like a weird Santa Claus, yes. like a long Robinson. I know what you're talking you know? about. Yeah. And they're nowhere to be seen this year. So where are they? Well, I reached out to our new public information officer, Miss Karen Barber, and she told me uh, they're in between years right now. They're going to spend some more money next year, and they just didn't bother putting them out. All right. They might be putting out a couple of little installations this year because now people are asking, where are lights? Uh, but There's for a tree now, out there, right? The big one that you love. I don't, I don't love it. The cone. The cone. The, the cone of neon. Cone, the cone of fabulousness. The LED cone. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a giant plug. Oh, a what? It looks like a plug. You know like saying? a plug you put, like a, like a socket? Sure, I'm not going to talk yeah. about it. Okay. <laughs> but it looks questionable. And actually, the lights at the top of the cone are off. Are they? Yeah. And then the Jack Calzanza star... Uh, in downtown, the the big one that hangs out yes. over Orange Avenue, one of their lights is out too, and they just restored Damn. it. So we're having like a light issue, some and lighting I, issues. I feel like we had some lighting issues last year. Put some LEDs on that, or some solar lights, maybe, or something. Those remember. So we have all these new snowflakes, these LED snowflakes that they put out last year. Bunch of snowflakes Bunch here of in Orlando. Snowflakes in Orlando, shining bright, <laughs> melted in the sunshine. Millennials, millennial snowflakes. <laughs> Uh, they spent $197,000 to get those snowflakes. Really? There's they're, a lot, though, right? They're custom. Really? Yeah, almost every light pole has them. Actually, I'm seeing them in the north quarter now, which I don't think they had them last year in the north quarter. I like the festive stuff. You do? It costs money to do that. I Don't get all up in arms that it costs $197,000. No, presenting the facts. Okay. As I do. Stuff costs money. 
Does it? It does. Yeah. Is that how it works? Festive things like that cost money. But that's great. Uh, College Park Neighborhood Association sent what us something it? the other day. Actually, uh, what about my hood? The you've got. Well, it's too late now, but we'll still talk about it. They were trying to rally votes because they are trying to lobby the federal or what is the Florida Department of Transportation to move up their complete streets plan for Edgewater Drive. Interesting. Which, to be honest, I guess I did know about this, but like they've done a complete streets application to Edgewater Drive. What do they want to do different? So Edgewater, if you're not familiar, it goes right through College Park. For years, it was a four-lane, two-lane road on each side, so four lanes. They cut it down to one lane on each. I guess there was a big hubbub. This is before I moved here. They're going to add an off-street bike lane on the western side of the street. There is a bike lane on most of it. The only part there's not a bike lane right now is between Princeton and Smith. But, John, this is going to be off-street. So... Okay. And separated by on-street parking, uh, also with a sidewalk, and there's going to be more islands, like traffic islands. That's probably a good thing. And this is the big thing, uh, traffic circles at Ah. Par and Edgewater. Interesting. Right? And Lakeview and Edgewater. Ah. So just bookending that College Park Main Street yeah, area. Yeah, this is the north and south end of Edgewater. Which That's I'll interesting. Tell you, as a cyclist, I could see yes. Because it's kind of, if you're just cycling on Edgewater and trying to get through that Lakeview intersection. It can be a pain. The lane ends and you're suddenly with traffic and you're merging with people coming up from uh, Lakeview, which is that right, what is it, Lake Ivanhoe? Yes. Uh, I'm always afraid I'm Over just going to get sideswiped there. But... You, they are trying to get them to move that timetable, which is right now at 2022, 2023. Jeez. You can build cities in that amount of time. Well, and they are. They're building (laughs) Creative Village and they're building uh, the packing district. Right. And so the idea is, at least for College Park Neighborhood Association, why aren't we preparing ourselves for those huge developments by setting putting this in place now instead of waiting instead of waiting because that Edgewater Drive is that is the that's where everybody's going to be driving it's from It's pretty from busy. I'll say right now, it gets really busy on Edgewater between about 5 and 6. Like it, it, it gets crummy. It gets really backed up by Publix and at Princeton. Uh, and and the other thing about Edgewater you know, there's lots of businesses on both sides, some restaurants, some bars, but not a lot of people walk on Edgewater. There's no. just, there's just, I don't know, I think they can make it more inviting to walk. And this is part of this, like, top-down solution process or decision-making process of, uh, of trying to make our main streets actual main streets, right? And so when you look at some of these places like Mills 50, which is a state-owned road, uh, it's hard to treat that like a main street. It's not. It's so fast. Because it's a four or five People lane drive road, right? way too fast there. Yeah. It's hard to cross the street. I mean, I get it. There's there's spots But I see cross. more people walking in mills than I do on Edgewater. It's because there's probably more things to do. Especially at night. Yeah, younger, too. And you've had younger a couple drinks, so you're feeling a little, you know, you're braver yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. stupider. But even, I mean, Edgewater High School is on Edgewater right at par there. And you yes. do have a lot of kids crossing streets. So I, I hope they do put, you know, more crosswalks in, roundabouts, make it a little slower, make it more pedestrian It looks like friendly. it's kind of a done thing. It's just the timeline is so far in advance it does make sense 
if they do it a little bit sooner to try to prepare themselves for the influx of people that are going to be live, working, and playing. I love it. In those new districts I'll in downtown Orlando. Give me some concrete. You're going to do put it? Put in a big circle. Is that all you need? That elbow grease? It's what and Ron Swanson intention. did when he needed to put a, a, a speed bump. I love him. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Ron. I'm Swanson. sure you are. Why? Why was that? I mean, I'm just saying. What, is that a gay might, thing? No, I, maybe. He is handsome. <laughs> he is handsome. Uh, yes, I would make out. Uh huh. All right, you're right. Would he be at the Bear Den if I? <laughs> Brendan and I should. I should say Brendan took me to uh, Parliament House for the first time this uh, past week. But it was a huge letdown because there was nothing happening. Oh, it wasn't a letdown. I wouldn't say that. No, I wanted you to go there and be completely overwhelmed. Which you were a little bit. Uh, not really. Uh, the we, bear den impressed me. We saw it. Did it <laughs> impressed upon you or impressed you? <laughs> a lot of things I've never seen in my life <laughs> going on in there. There are <laughs> a lot of firsts happening there. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, Parliament House, yes, it's a gay club. Resort. But it's, it is a resort. Colony. You really got It's a hotel <laughs> with like multiple clubs inside of it and a waterfront, uh, a yes. pool bar. And a pool stage, which is where a lot of people have performed. We went and saw a show there, I should explain. We, did, we went and supported Doug Bowser, yep. uh, who real radio listeners should know by now. And uh, he's been sick. He's been very sick. And this he had a one-night performance of his character, Taffy, who's a, a street-walking beauty cabaret ugliest performer. Ugliest drag queen you've ever seen, I, as I, I think you said. Probably the ugliest. What, what's our producer saying now? Any. Oh, yeah. And he hosts trivia every Wednesday at Hamburger Mary. Yes. And uh, Church Street. Church Street. But Scotty has been filling in for him, our sometimes producer, sometimes host. Uh, always whisper in your ear, Scotty. Oh, yeah, Cable. I went to the, the bear bar there. At you did. You saw some things. Parliament House, I did. Did you think that there was going to be a vintage shop in the back? I did not. I did not. I was pretty interested in that. They have like a little antique shop yeah. inside the hotel. With a lot of knickknacks. I'm going to have a sip of my blood orange cider I got here at a la carte. Keep talking. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's kind of a cool, old, nostalgic landmark of Orlando that just doesn't exist many places. Probably in the country where you have a whole resort geared oh, towards... I could do without the hotel. I like that it's there because it's got like this skeezy element of, of lonely businessmen looking for... You know, someone to keep them company or warm at night. Like, yeah, that's, it's fun to see them like hanging out there on the on the balcony, waiting for someone to take them home. You had to explain that part to me. Well, yeah, they call it balcony bingo at Parliament House, but it's also a little gross, and I don't want to see it all the time. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So what else? Parliament House. What else is happening, Brendan? <laughs> uh, we are rounding up uh, New Year's Eve. Events. Early. We're, we're in the process well, of it now. It's already December. It's almost Christmas. Isn't that it's crazy? True. And so we're in the process of rounding up uh, promo codes for them. So we're curating a list of our what we think are like your best bet New Year's Eve events. And I'm trying to get promo codes to each so we can save you some money. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. They're going to be shared definitely with our Bungalow or Bundle subscribers. That's our monthly offer that we mail out to people's email boxes. And I'm going to be sharing them with our Bungalow or Buddies uh, Facebook group page. So if you are hosting a super cool event, you need to pitch me. You need to convince me it's the coolest of the coolest. Yes. And I will give you an offer. Brendan, what's your uh, what's your typical New Year's Eve like? Uh, it's hard. Sometimes I want to just stay home because my dog hates fireworks and I worry that he's going to... 
the kill whole himself. fireworks thing is I'm not used to that. I mean, I am now because I've lived down here for as long as I have. Yeah. But like, they didn't have fireworks in Michigan on no. New Year's Eve. Right? Too cold. No, I mean, back when I grew up, we would go <laughs> back for, in my day. In my day, we'd we didn't have snowshoe. fireworks in Canada. We would snowshoe at the top of a hill, like this mountain, and we'd look at the stars. And know when it's midnight, we'd all have hot chocolate and come back and go have a sauna, and it was. The best. I love that. Or you go dancing and drinking with your friends. That's what we did. I just never, I never even heard of fireworks on New Year's Eve until I moved it is south. Civil War craziness here. <laughs> in you can't open your door. It's clouds everywhere. There's a bar behind my house that's like one day going to light my house on fire because they are literally firing fireworks over my unraked yard like, <laughs> like it's, it's crazy something's gonna happen one year and there's people up on the roof all up and down mills 50 just being drunk and crazy and it's illegal right it's illegal you can't be you're not supposed to be firing off fireworks you can't unless you're scaring birds for agricultural oh, reasons yeah, you're buying for the farm use yeah that's it yeah, but nobody they, they enforces ain't got no time it. for that they ain't isn't that interesting that they're going to force it that's like the one Maybe rule just need that to they join don't. them brendan get your own fireworks I guess I should. I'm such a nerd, right? Just suck it up. My, just <laughs> give my dog a whole bunch of CBD, put him in his crate, and I'm going to go One for him, one for you. <laughs> I won't be doing CBD. You know, <laughs> you know me. Uh, this year, I think we're going to go to the OMA party, OMA, the Orlando Museum of Artists, having a big party, and we were invited to go to that. Although there are a few other ones that we're doing promo codes for that want me to go to. Parties. I think it would be fun to hop. You should. From, from the, hop our curated list. And I'll like video each one, and I can hear Scotty groaning already. I'm not looking at him in case he's already mad about it. But I think it'd be so fun to like show each party, and then if there's people who are last minute shut-ins who are finally like, I cannot stand to look at my partner anymore. I need to go out and have fun. They'll, they'll know. come meet you. They'll know which one is the best. There you go. Yeah. I like it. I'll be out of town. So where are you we'll going? Uh, Michigan. I'll be up to in not shoot fireworks. To not shoot fire. Too cold. <laughs> Way too cold. <laughs> what are you gonna? Who are you spending time with in Detroit? My mom, probably. Okay. And she's a partier. I was going to say Eve. that. Yeah, she rocks it on New she, Year's she Eve. Crazy. She's she crazy. She is. Yeah. So, so, uh, she starts drinking Hennessy at 7. <laughs> she finishes the bottle. Digging in those shins, John. She's crazy. <laughs> uh, we got so time. Keep talking. That's one thing we're doing. And then there's a cool job alert that we just pulled my attention. A market manager for Lyft. On paper, super boring. <laughs> but when you look at it, it's for their new scooter and bike program. Ooh, I like it. Which so means lo- there has to be a scooter and bike program coming. So that means we're getting another bike share How program. How many bikes are we going to have in town? Are people and riding these enough to justify this many bikes? I like that we have options, right? So we've had Juice. Juice has been a homegrown program for that's the only one we've had for what five years six or five years yeah um and i've loved it i love supporting them they're great guys sagey shopert who's running it right now is a he's a great fan of bungalore that being said since they're run by an outside company they need an influx of cash to fix those bike machines like the little meters in the The juice ones there are so many times that i can't punch in my passcode or i can't oh yeah they get uh, a little like weather beaten i feel like which like anything that's been in florida that long of course it's not gonna oh yeah the sun just kills those things beats it up kick it in the face and they're great bikes i've you know you can adjust them they're 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 heavy they're sturdy you can put something in the basket they're good bikes but juxtapose that with this newly launched line program which doesn't you don't have to bring it back to a rack 
you s- literally scan a QR code with your phone and you can just hop on the bike and it's electric assist. There's just less barriers for a rider to hop True. on the bike. Do you think Juice will make theirs uh, dockless? I know. Can they? I don't think that. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm, I mean, I don't, I'm, it's tough to compete. I'm that. waiting for a rebuttal from them saying, okay, we've, we've, we're relaunching how we do this biz. I don't think they're going to. I think they're just going to stick to their guns and their. I mean, their they've formula. already put the capital in, I feel like. I'm not a business person, but I feel like they put the capital in already to what they have. Yeah. But I do. I when do they understand. launched, the city made them have stations. And they, they changed those and rules. And it wasn't hard, or it wasn't easy for them to find and assess those stations. Like. It was a real struggle to work with the city to, to identify yes. where they're going to put and them. And now they now they could be dockless. And then, yeah, then the city changed their rules for Lime. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do for the scooter and the bike program. The scooter thing is really interesting. I'll go back to where I'm from, Detroit area. I, I was up there recently, and they have those scooters there. Super cool. They're all over. And you just, like, put your card in. Same thing with the bike. Sure. Put it in, and you can just, like, scoot around. And they're little tiny scooters, and you just sort of put them wherever. I saw people on them everywhere. Cycling and safety advocates hate the scooters. Oh, I'm sure. Hate them because the infrastructure is different. And you have people who are riding with traffic on scooters, and they're on the sidewalks with scooters, and they're way faster. And there's really no, like, like you're, you're standing up and just zooming through yeah. wherever you want to go. And yeah. some of these people aren't used to that speed, you know? So, uh, I don't know. There should be, like, a little license you have to get for them. No. I, Boring. I, I, We're in America. <laughs> go through, like, a... You, and not at, like... You buy a gun with a license, practically. <laughs> but you should... <laughs> don't you think you should, like... Not true, but... Like, a day workshop. Well, and you just they're learn... they simple, though. You just get on, you hit the button, and you go, Yeah, right? but you used to skateboard, didn't you? No, nah, not really. No. Fell a lot. It's the same. I don't. <laughs> like you see, I think a lot of these bikes, your programs ha- have brought first time riders out into the streets. And I see it every time there's a soccer game. There are these poor girls who are like trying to keep up with their boyfriends <laughs> on the sidewalk because they don't feel safe on the road. They don't know how to stop their bike. They're always ending up in traffic before they're like, yeah. right way after they should have stopped. Um, they're falling off their bikes because it's too heavy or their seats aren't adjusted. There should, I think there should be like a little. Sounds like some drinking going involved no, with it, all that too. I at this, I, it's really like on the way to the game. And I think it's really just user unfamiliarity. Like That's hard for me to believe, but I ride my bike all the time. You do. Yeah. And I do too. But there's people who are using bike share programs that just have no idea what they're doing. Huh. And they need some help before they should be out there in the streets. And that's a bike. Right versus a, a motorized scooter, they're slow. They're not super fast, though, are they? Faster than a bike, are they? And it's smaller. Has and anybody? We only have like a few seconds here. Has anybody been really injured on any of these yes. bikes here? No, I don't think so. No, which is great. I, don't know, I hope at I least hope not reported. I've been waiting actually for it, and I was just talking to uh, one of the founders of Juice Bikes and brought that up, and he said no. That's good, and I trust him. All right. Yeah. Well, we will be right back. I'm going to eat some food. Me too. We're actually here at a la carte over in the Milk District. I'm having a steak and cheese sandwich. I got some brisket. You got brisket from Smoking Donuts. My uh, wife is getting me another beer. It is a good night we'll here French in Orlando. Fries. French fries. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the stone that sticks to the bottom of your shoe, Brendan O'Connor. 
I don't think I've ever heard that one. <laughs> it just came out on me. Yeah. So we it. are we are hanging out here at a la carte in the milk district. A little hidden. I didn't know exactly where this place was. Uh-huh. Some some genius referred to it as the armpit of milk district. That was you. Oh. Brendan O'Connor <laughs> at bungalow.com. Uh, it's tucked away behind Seven Bites Bakery, Bake Shop. Uh, it's by Total Wine, not too far. Plato's Closet. All of those things. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. I had a steak sandwich. It's delicious. I'm on beer number Trace. That's three in <laughs> Spanish. Oh. <laughs> so multilingual. <laughs> I wish there was like... Bamboo. I just want it to be even more like covered, like, like surrounded in bamboo. Yeah, like they you have a beautiful wall, and it'd be cool if there was like even bamboo. And then you're just like, I'm not in Orlando. Yeah, it's really good. I should say, and, and they do got some plants growing. So six yeah. years from now, it might look a little more, uh, yeah. uh, full, more foliage, foliage. Bamboo. What is it? What is it? You're foliage. Three beers in. John. Two and a half. Three beer. John is my favorite. John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's up, John? You had something you want to I talk do want, about. Before we get that far, I want to say, you know, we talk about all things Orlando here on Bungalow on the Bus, and you can find all this stuff on bungalower.com and listen to us on all the places you get podcasts. You can see me every Monday morning on Fox News Good Day Extra. Fox, you are on Fox News, aren't you? I am. 420 at the Jim <laughs> Colbert Show. And we have a monthly print product it's true the bungalow or zine and i'm on tom and dan every friday uh, yeah, you their, are. Their, uh, podcast and you can get my book 100 things to do in orlando before you die and what's your orlando 60 and orlando 60 uh, my 60 second videos about orlando check I that out them. too we share those every sunday on bungalow's facebook page. i appreciate it. my last one was about goat's head soup Manish soup. Why is it called manish soup? I think it has something to do with you, like making you manly, because it's supposed to increase your libido. Mm. There's a restaurant here in Orlando called Dumpling Spot, <laughs> which is on OBT and Claire Kona Koe Road. That's a manish name if I've ever True. heard one. <laughs> and uh, she she makes. Isn't that a Netflix show with Ginger Minj? <laughs> <laughs> she makes island inspired cuisine. So, you know, lots of uh, Caribbean, Jamaican. She's from Jamaica. Wait. Wait, someone just brought us a donut. They did. Donut man, come over here and tell us where you're from. So we're 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 getting some dessert now. We had dinner. Now we are eating dessert from, from Smoke and Donuts. Smoke and Donuts. Ian, tell us really quick about your amazing Smoke and Donut sh- setup. Uh, sorry, so we are a uh, food truck or food trailer. And um, we do oak-smoked barbecue, hot donuts, and seasonal scratch-made sides at a bunch of different locations around Orlando. Hot donut. That's what yeah, I call Brendan on, uh, on when I have three drinks. <laughs> where, where, where can we find you? Where around town? We are Monday nights. We are at Red Light, Red Light. Thursday nights, we are at Red Light, Red Light. <laughs> Friday nights, we are at uh, Digress in College Park. Uh, Saturdays, we bounce around. and uh, yeah. Awesome. I had you guys up in Sanford. Uh, a few weeks ago, it was delicious. Inner Compass. Yes. yes. Yeah, very, very good. Yes. All Thank right. you so much. I had the turkey. Cool. It was delicious. <laughs> Thanks so again. I'll, uh, I'll actually be at Digress oh. uh, on Saturday selling books. So come by and hang out. Anywhere the wind blows, you'll hey, find man. John That's selling true. his books. I need the 100 money. 100 things to do in Orlando yeah, and 1,000 places to buy them. Saving up for an operation <laughs> that I'll probably need one day. <laughs> What's the operation? I don't know. I'm just saving up for just in case Are I need one. you going to get boobies? 
Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So you had a serious thing to talk about. I do, I do. A sad thing. No, I mean, so yeah, uh, a gentleman by the name of James Chief Wilson passed away uh, a week ago. December 5th, he passed away. And if you don't know the name, he was a very, very long time band director at Jones High School, which is very well known for their band department. Award-winning band program. Yes. And so they are, uh, it's off OBT, and it's, uh, it's, it, he was the band director. Didn't from their band play on Ellen? Probably, yes. Yeah, yeah. They were the yeah. ones that, they went to Ellen's show, and very well known here in town. Uh, he was the band director from 1950 to 1990. And he, he passed away on December 5th. He was 90 years old. Oh, my gosh. Big uh, FAMU. He went to uh, Florida A&M. He was in the Marching 100. So many kids went through his program. And he was just a, he was a really fascinating guy. I, I bring this up because back when I was at the Orlando Sentinel, I did a story on him. Uh, he was really big into when FAMU played Bethune-Cookman at the Florida Classic at Camping World Stadium. He was always there to cheer on the band. And uh, I had done a story on him and sort of his memories of being in the marching band. And he was just a fascinating guy. Like I said, all these kids who went to high school there got to go through his program as band director. And he sort of started the, the band at Jones High School to what it is today. Historically black high school. Pretty. Right? I mean, it's in, it's in uh, a section of Orlando that was, I think it was the, yeah, it was the segregated, segregated yeah. high school. Uh, back in the 50s and 60s. Uh, I know that program has been at least touted as being responsible uh, for sending a lot of kids on, a, on great career paths yes. uh, out of Orlando, and, and a lot of them come back too. So it's really his his role in, in shaping a lot of people's lives out of that school and out of that program specifically I, Unmeasurable. Just he really was. He was just the nicest man too. When I when I did this story on him, uh, it was in the paper. I, I reread it the other day, and uh, he lived in Washington Shores, not too far away. But I remember telling him telling me a story, and this didn't make it in the paper. There's just it didn't fit. But he mem- he told me the story where when he was band director at Jones High School, he 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 you know he wanted to do performances and things like that. And so one of the times he took the band during a parade, they did like a Christmas parade or New Year's parade, but this was during segregation. Wow. And so he told his students, he said that when we do this parade, you have to go to the bathroom now because when we go to the other (gasps) part of town, there will be nowhere you can stop. So, you know, sure enough, before the parade started, they did all their bathroom breaks did their parade and then came back and then they can use the bathroom. But it was just like the craziest thing, you know, in 2011, hearing that story that kids along the route weren't allowed to go to the bathroom because there were no bathrooms or at least there just wasn't a spot that they could easily go in downtown Orlando at the time. Craziness, just crazy, but just a fascinating guy. Really, really nice. Passed away. I actually went to his viewing to Thursday night which was at Jones High School, he was in the auditorium. The, his casket was there. He was there. And there were hundreds of people there. Do you know if they did a story core with him? I don't know if they did. Ah. I mean, he. I'll say this. When I interviewed him back in probably 2011, I mean, he was still 86 then. So, I mean, he was a little older. I don't know how his health was in the last few years. Sure. But uh, I, That's on, with Orlando Sentinel? Yes. Have you reshared that recently? So, to their credit... 
uh, the Sentinel, and I messaged her this week, Leslie Postal, the education reporter there. She wrote a fantastic story about him oh, because great. there's another story that him and uh, I, I'll talk about this for a little bit longer. The, there was a white band director at Edgewater High School. So he was the one at the black high school. There was another one at the white high school, Edgewater. And I think, if, if I'm correct here, they wanted to send uh, the white high school was going to go up to like D.C. and march in some parade or D.C. or New York. I don't remember. And there wasn't enough money to, to send the black high school. But back in like the 60s, they raised enough money to send both schools wow. to go up there because both band directors really liked each other. They just happened to be at different schools at the time. Sounds like a movie. It really is. But so, you know, if you went to Jones High School, like I said, from 1950 to 1990, I mean, that's 40 years. Think of all the kids that went through his program. I love that, John. Yeah. So We're anyway, share that. I'll share that. I'll share that video. I'm going to try and find it. His funeral was today, Friday night. He was 90 years old, lived a great life, uh, but just just really good stories. Was the him. band at his funeral? There, I think they played before I got there. So I, like I said, I went to the showing. Okay. And I think they had played some music. Good. And and when I was there, his casket has like musical notes on it, and there is his band uniform there. So it's really special. Yeah. You're really special. Thank you, Brendan. Thanks for sharing that story, John. Um, I have the exact opposite of a story. Did you watch Nailed It on Netflix? I know of it. Nailed it, yeah. So it's, it's like when I make a cupcake and I'm like, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. Because it's Netflix. It's a Netflix show where people, like, they're given a challenge. Like, make this cake that is really a nativity scene. And so that's exactly what happened with this, the first episode for their holiday special series and in it in the very first episode was gavin schmidt uh one of the hottest orlando firefighters we have to offer really and he sang a beautiful song called the cat goes meow just wrapped his own crazy song and he won really he won the first challenge and i actually think he's breaking the internet right now because everybody loves him what's the song uh, the cat goes meow, 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 and the wolf goes wolf. Rah, 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 rah. Did, he, did he make it up? Or? Yeah, just like because he was like stressing out. Because to be honest, his performance was less than satisfactory. His what did he make? Uh, cake pops, and then like cake pops that looked like a nativity scene character. Okay. So he had he got he had to make a camel, <laughs> <laughs> a donkey, and a sheep. And it was just the worst thing. They were the worst, seen. but they tasted good. But that's, they just that's all that matters sometimes. Awful. And so, but he lost that challenge to somebody else. And in the second challenge, he had to make this giant cake that looked like Santa Claus stuck in a chimney, like <laughs> like huge, just mass. And he, I don't even know where to start with that. Where do you even start with that? <laughs> he, the, uh, the base. I don't know. <laughs> like you got to make your cakes and hope they turn out all right. But he did not do that great. But. He kind of won by default because everybody else's stuff was so bad. And so he won. Anyway, random, if you're going to watch Nailed It, that's the episode to watch because I'll tell you again, that is a hot firefighter. Uh, when are they going to do the the calendar, the firefighter calendar in Orlando? They've done it before. Have they? Yeah, with puppies Weren't and we going to do a calendar? I still want to. Of what? Uh, chefs. Hot chefs. chefs. I'm going to do hot chefs and a, and a recipe. And a recipe. The, All right. Uh, we don't have any time. I was going to buy Not it this in December. Year. We could try, and then it's like print it as you want. Like every month, you print it out. Print <laughs> yeah, out you can calendar. send it in your bungalow or pack. We'll put it on our zine. You, you can, can hang that. up the zine on your wall. Nobody's gonna do that. That's what we're doing. 
That's just what it's going to be. You should have a centerfold in that thing. We have a centerfold. We've been doing it every every month, That John. should show up to And it's generally like... But like a person. Yeah, we have a centerfold. Sexy it's person. A ballet dancer. Oh, that's right. I did see that uh, one. I had that one <laughs> in my bathroom. <laughs> We've done... It was legs last night. I guess I just want it to be me. That's all. You want to be our centerfold? I'll be your centerfold every month. I want to do a, a photo shoot with you, like, but like Ann Gettys. So it's like you naked in like, like <laughs> you look in. like a woodland fairy with like an acorn cap. And you're okay. just like, I'm an imp. <laughs> I'm Sounds a naughty good. fairy. I'll do it. How are you on time? We're great. Great. Uh, parking fines are going to go up by $5. Uh, times are changing. <laughs> times they are changing. I wasn't really that it didn't really bother me when I saw that. Right now, the fines are $22. They're going to yeah, go up to pretty low. Seven. Well, you don't park in places where you can get fined. Because I understand the rules of society, <laughs> and I understand that if you park somewhere too long or you don't pay the parking meter, you're uh-huh. going to get a ticket. Or you park in the wrong spot, which happens in my neighborhood. Uh, yeah, $27 now. And you know the, the motivation behind this no is because they had a i believe they said a 1.6 million dollar windfall windfall or uh, deficit deficit windfall is when good. you have more money okay so deficit you're not gonna be my financial advisor no, i should clearly <laughs> have one for did you ask me the other day if i should have an accountant yeah or who's are doing you in the taxes? black or in the red i was like i do my own taxes <laughs> that's why i'm paying <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> um, so they had a I deficit. Had? A deficit of $1.6 million versus when they had the Church Street parking open. Because now oh. Church Street uh, parking spaces are no longer open. Interesting. And so, yeah, that, that difference of not having those parking spots available. So the fine is 22 right now. It'll be yes. 27. It's going to be 27. So, so is there a... I know in other cities they do this where if you don't pay it on time or uh-huh. if you don't pay it quickly, yeah, it's it a certain up. price. And then if you're like, oh, if, if you pay it in 10 days, it's 20 bucks. I believe if it's you pay like, it in 50 days, it's 100 bucks. I want to say it's like another $10. Ah. Because I feel like it got into the 30s because that's happened to me before and I didn't pay it quick enough and Scotty yelled at me. Oh, he should. As he should. I had to pay like $36 or something. I, I haven't had a parking ticket. I think when I first moved here to Orlando... I parked by the Publix in downtown Orlando, and that was my first par- parking ticket before I even lived here. Yeah. They got me. I'm like captain of parking tickets. Really? But I, I pay them immediately. Them. Immediately. Mostly because I want to throw out the paper so Scotty doesn't find it. <laughs> but he looks in the garbage. <laughs> he looks in the garbage all the time. You need to so burn like, that. I like throw something out and be like, like, in my head, it's like, oh, it's in the garbage. I'll forget about it now. It's done. I'll never think of it again. Scotty will, like, if he's throwing something out, will be like, Oh, what is this? And then he'll like dig a little, <laughs> and then like in the dumpster too. Like if I accidentally throw out a recycling container, he'll be he'll like see it way down in the dump in the garbage thing. You need to start like burning your stuff. Take man. it out and like, and then he'll scrub it, and then he'll put it into the recycling. You container. need to just bury it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I clearly just don't care enough. <laughs> Because I'm a bad person. Yes. So I'm just throwing things willy nilly. Yeah. Versus Scotty's very intentional and good at so everything. Don't park because you're going to get a five extra dollars yeah. on your parking ticket. Thank you for that segue. Thank you you're for welcome. Bringing, bringing me back. You are welcome. You're so good. Uh, a new game space is opened. It's like co working for gamers. Orlando Game Space. Yeah. And we just shared a really funny photo 
Uh, somebody took a photo of the mayor in a VR helmet, <laughs> but he's in a green room, and somebody photoshopped oh, him no. touching the like evil orb really? with Trump and like the Saudi Prince. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, you should put he, that on your. You it's on, on our Instagram. Facebook it's on our Instagram. And have people put Mayor Dyer in oh, the funniest places they can think of. Okay, you should happening. do that tomorrow. It's happening. It's happening. You should. Right. All right. So if I'll start. I'll oh, find something. Happening. All right. Where are you gonna put them? Uh, in your pocket. Fallopian tube. <laughs> <laughs> I want him like riding a centaur. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's such a good. And then if you win, then we're going to give you a bunch of prizes. So okay. look, look for that on our socials. We should do that. Make a contest out of it. When you hear this, it'll already be up on uh, uh, Put Bungo Buddy Dyer somewhere funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing you've ever, you've <laughs> ever should, said. They should put it inside Patty Sheehan's hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> not as big as it used to no. be. No, she's tamed it. That's good. I love Patty. I love Patty. Uh, should we do? I have a, like a rumor alert. Let's oh, do right. it. Good. So some things we're working on. And there's still rumors, not substantiated, but we're gonna we will substantiate them before we print them. <laughs> but we can talk about them now because we're all just a couple of girls, you know, having a glass of wine, talking about what's happening down <laughs> or the street. Three no? glasses of wine, <laughs> if you're like me. Um, we know the name of the guy who bought Wally's. Finally, really. And does not sound like a British man, is all I'm going to say. Is and it Nigel O'Keefe? Nope. That's a British name. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just took a bite Irish. of a donut. Irish. I, I, this, I think, is uh, someone from the East Indies. The East I Indies. Know. It's a very ethnic So name. this donut from Smoking Donuts is amazing. Is it the chocolate one? Yeah, you want to try a bite, Brendan? Can I Brendan do. have a bite? I kind of want to get my own, though. Yeah, you should. Let it's so good. I won't do that to you. I'm going to get my own donut. It's so good. Uh, another thing we have is City Orlando City Soccer is going to start hosting concerts. Really? In their stadium. I've been saying this for years. It just sits empty all this time. That's what I... So I've said this... I think I've said this on the show before where you think about outdoor concerts, outdoor venues. Amway Center's great. They have probably 25,000 is their max. Sure. Something like that. And then you think about Camping World, way big, 60,000, 65,000. So I think Amway and Orlando City Soccer Stadium are about the same size when it comes to seating. But it's outside. I mean, who wouldn't want to be at a concert right now outside? It's this so is great. The perfect weather. And there's and nothing Amway going on. Look out because I would love to well, go to a concert there. But the other thing is, though, Brendan, think about scheduling. So the Magic and the Solar Bears, they have to play. So I'll bet there's some concerts that have tried to come through and they just can't make it work with that size. If you need 25,000, I mean, if you're, I don't know, pick somebody that's famous sure. now that I don't know who it is. Camping World's not always full, though. It's too big, though. It's okay. too, I mean, think. It's Beyonce's and she'll she'll pack bon Jovi. she'll pack those, but then you have those other tiers where they can sell out an arena, but they sure. can't sell out a stadium. Correct. And so if if the Magic are playing, where do you go? You go to Tampa, you go to Jacksonville, you go to Tallahassee, wherever. Or CFE, or CFE. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But now you could do it outside at soccer uh, at Orlando City. That's awesome. I'm really excited about it. So that hasn't officially been announced. Again, this is rumor alert. 
Uh, we'll see what they when they and, announce and it. But this, apparently, it, they have a foundation, the Orlando City Soccer Foundation, which is kicking butt. Yeah, they're doing such great work in Orlando, and and I'm assuming that this is all going to be in support of the foundation and the work. And, and you can't say, well, it's it's natural turf. You're going to ruin it. Like they play stadium concerts on turf all the time. Uh, apparently, that's I was told that that is kind of holding it up. Uh, I'm from. I'll say this again. I'm from Michigan. They yeah. do. They do concerts at Comerica Park where they have grass. They yeah. figure it out. Metallica plays there. Eminem plays up, there. Cover it, put down a platform or something, and put some. Yeah, on top or of it. you grow it like grass grows. I mean, <laughs> that's what happens. Uh, That'll be great. I agree. Jane Lynch is in town. Uh, yeah, a Merry Christmas thing. And we we were talking about it on the Colbert Show. Uh, she bears a striking resemblance to Ross Paget. Yeah, she does. <laughs> they lay her like the same person. Yeah, they do look a little bit alike. I think, I think Ross should do her in drag. I like it. I think that was so All right, funny. so we're going to do some events. Well, that's she's here, so she's performing uh, at the Dr. Phillips Performing Center tonight and tomorrow. Tickets start at 55 bucks. Derek Berry is going to be performing tonight at Southern Nights. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's like a Britney Spears impersonator. <laughs> really? And he's a RuPaul's Drag Race alum. Nice. Uh, gorgeous. Really? Yeah, we love Derek Berry. We're here at a la carte. You might be hearing a, a, a horn behind us yeah. right now. Can't help that. Someone sat on their keys and they're too drunk to there roll There we over. go. They fixed it. Thanks, nameless person. The Via Electric Holiday Show happened at Lake Yola at 7 o'clock. So, so you, you missed that. Have you heard some screaming <laughs> violins? That's what that was. Saturday, Winter Park Boat Parade and Ski Show is happening at Rollins College at 3.30 p.m. And it's free. But they're not going through the canals anymore. They just kind of like hang out on Lake Virginia. So I don't really see that as a parade. It's I'm more of a, a tour. Float around. Float. A flotilla. <laughs> flotilla. Oh, good word. <laughs> the Orlando Zine Fest is happening at Will's. Oh, you love laundry. this. I do love the, I love Zine Fest. Although I wasn't invited this year Yeah, to share my zines. I think people see us as the man. Yeah, you're like a magazine. Yeah. You're not even, a, you're not an apostrophe <laughs> We're zine. We're only like eight pages. Come on. We're an apostrophe zine. Wait till you get that centerfold in there. <laughs> it's in there. Better centerfolds. What? You. More nudity. That's at 5 o'clock. It's free <laughs> to go, and then it's like various pri- uh, prices. It's really cool. It's all independent publishing stuff, a lot of Xeroxes and handmade things. Uh, the 11th annual Holiday Lights Ride is happening at Bikes, Beans, and Bordeaux. Oh, that's fun. 6 p.m. Light up your bike. What day? Saturday? Ride. Saturday. I'm gonna, if we're around, I'd like to go to that. 6 o'clock, yo. I went last year. It's a ton of fun. Do that and then come to Zine Fest after. All right. And it's fitting. We'll do. The Grandma Party Bazaar is happening on Sunday. I'm totally going to go. That's 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It is the best curated makers in town. Uh, the organization I work with, Art Reach Orlando, is going to have a little fundraiser booth with Jen Benner, who's one of she's our teaching artist. She made these really cool handmade ornaments with the kids out in Bithlow. Uh, go and get them. It supports their mission. There's also it's kind of like Audubon Park just becomes a huge market. So. Across the street at the lovely grandma party, there's the creepy tiki party at Iron Cow. It's Surf Rock at 6 p.m., $8 to get in. The local author festival at the downtown library, it's 2 to 4 p.m., that's free. And Southern Fried Sunday Down Home Holiday Show and Uke Jam, that's Ukelele, if you're from Hawaii, uh, at 4.30. Thank you. Thank you, Brendan. Thanks, Alec Hart. Good show. Thanks, Smoking Donuts. 
Thanks, John Bostecker. Uh, come see me at Digress Wine. I'll be selling books on Saturday, 12 to 4. Uh, we Where are you going to be? be? Eating cheese and drinking beer at Ivanhoe Park Brewing. 40 pounds of cheese. Yeah, 40 pounds of cheese sent to us. We're going to be eating at Ivanhoe Park Brewing from 432 to 1-ish. I don't know. It depends how drunk I am. So on I Friday? might be there Saturday. now as soon as this. Oh, right now. Tonight. Yeah, come and see me. All right. Thank you, Alakar. We'll see you guys next week.